Yo, that's what we're talking about. What's up, One Nation? Yo, this is the One Nation Podcast 864, baby. And I told you I'm giving it to y'all straight and raw. And you hear the song, Houdini, Friends. Uh, uh, uh. Today's topic is friendship, man. And we're going to get straight to it. Houdini, we coming back. What's going on, y'all? This is the One Nation Podcast 864. I'm excited to be with y'all once again. I hope 2023 is starting off on the right foot. But check this out, man. We got another one tonight. And tonight, you know, you just one-on-one with me, you know, and we're talking about friendship. Friendship. And it's a lot of people, a lot of people had different opinions of friendship. So I tried to narrow it down. And I tried to try to get it to the best of my ability, what I think it is and what, you know, everybody else think it is. So what I did, I did a little poll and I went online and I looked up the definition of friendship. And the definition of friendship states that it's a state of mutual trust and support between allied nations. And that's the definition they gave us for friendship, a state of mutual trust and support between allied nations you know and i i I definitely gotta talk to y'all tonight about this man because this seemed to be like um a subject that a lot of people deal with they try to figure out um you know is this person a true friend you know what makes a friend this that and the third and it really boils down to you know you and i can't say you in judgment because sometimes my judgment can be wrong you think you could have a friend but on top of that, it might not be what you thought it was. So I just been doing my little research um, story about friends, man. Um, exactly. You know, how many of y'all out there actually have good friends? And we're going to go down the line. I mean, you can't consider everybody that you come in close contact with a good friend. And you can't consider them as, you know, you you can't consider them as a best friend because to become a best friend, you got to put time in. To become a good friend, you got to put time in. But the best friend, you share everything with. I mean, from y'all's personalities that may not be the same, but it's something y'all can coexist with. And you just live and you grow. So we did a poll, man, and we was just checking this out. And um, I want y'all to notice that this definition, like I said, friendship, a state of mutual trust and support between allied nations. And what I did, I went, I went forward a little bit and we found the 11 signs you'll actually be friends with somebody forever. Now, I can't say all of these y'all will agree on, but I'm just going to tell you what the Internet is saying. Then I'm going to talk about, you know, from my perspective what a friend is and give y'all my opinion. So here we go. 11 signs you'll actually be friends forever. Number one, you're equally proactive about hanging out. You feel me? I mean, y'all want to do that all the time together. You know, it's, you know, hanging out doesn't necessarily mean going out, you know, partying clubs, just like being around each other. You know what I'm saying? So that's number one. Number two, you don't disappear on each other without explanation. I mean, you don't just up and get ghosts from your, from your best friend. You know what I'm saying? You don't just 
up and leave and don't tell them where you at or where you're going or at least something because lord knows the way the world is today man you you need to tell somebody something why not tell you tell your friend all right number three you both feel really listened to meaning that you both talk to each other and you understand where each other is coming from and you really do feel like the other one is listening to you not just like words going in one ear and not the other you understand what i'm saying and that was number three now Number four, we have you do your best to handle your jealousy. Now, I had to look. I looked into this one, you know, pretty deep. And I was saying, OK, what they really mean. So what they told us is that everyone experienced jealousy and it can be especially confusing when your best friend is the target. It's natural for friends to compare themselves to each other. But you have to remember that your friend's happiness hasn't come at your expense. Remember that. There were probably times where envious, they were envious of you and being able to hold back on telling your friend you're super jealous of her promotion is key to keeping resentment at bay. Now, I, I'm going to say this. I understand what they're saying. They say, you know, je- jealousy, sometimes at a younger age, jealousy played a role with certain things. But it's one thing I can say. I've never been jealous of my friends. I've always wanted to see them, you know, be the best at what they can be. And once they do reach that, that, that quota or that stature they're trying to get at, I like to uplift them. You know, I shoot, I feel like if my friend make it or my friend do something good, shoot, we all done made it. You know, we need to support them, stand behind them. So I've never been a jealous person. I didn't think they would put that one in there, but it's kind of different. All right, now, number five. You're acutely aware when the other person is down. Like, yo, if y'all best friends, you understand, like, they don't even have to say nothing. They can come around you. The energy could be off. The vibe could be off. The look on their face. And you being around a person long enough, you know what makes them tick and what makes them top. You know what I'm saying? Just like a clock. You know what I'm saying? Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> but you know how that person is feeling without even asking. You can see it. Now, nine times out of ten, and I'm being for real, if you ask them what's wrong, they're going to tell you nothing. They're not going to give you anything because I've been like that. And that's kind of like you don't want to put your burden on your friend. You feel what I'm saying? So that's something that's key. I mean, and I, I feel where, they, where they're coming from with that with number five. Okay, number six, what do we have? You can ask for help without making them your therapist. That's a good one. You can just ask them and, you know, you... Asking for help and basically like what they're saying, helping a dear friend who will help you in, if needed doesn't feel like a sacrifice. You feel what I'm saying? So you can ask them and, you know, you, it doesn't feel like, OK, this this is dead and this person going to want me to tell them all this. No, I mean, just just be, you know, be be considerate. You can ask for help without making them your therapist. That's number six. OK, number seven, what we have, you express hurt in a really healthy way. I can't say that I've done that. <laughs> a lot of us haven't. I don't think we've done that. I don't think I've, you know, expressed my hurt in a really healthy way. Because I know a lot of times when I hurt, it comes out the wrong way. It comes out doing things I shouldn't be thinking about, saying things I shouldn't say. But, I mean, I understand what they're saying because that's the best way you know, to express your hurt. But sometimes we get caught up in our emotions and our feelings, man. And I can honestly say it don't come out 
like they saying it's supposed to come out. But we're going to run with that number seven anyway. Come on. We got number eight. Number eight, where you at? Where you at? Lord, the computer's tripping on me right now. Y'all be with me. Number eight, we have you give kind criticism and only when actually necessary. Mm. You got to be open to criticism. Okay? That's one thing you, you got to be open to. Um, some people is easy to accept. Some people is hard to accept. But you can't get mad at your friend in a way because num this goes back to one of the other ones. If you know your friend, you, you should know if they can, they're going to be able to accept or take what is about to come out your mouth. You know them. It's a, it's a feeling you have between them. It's like I got one of my best friends here, and I know he can't stand me telling him he need to save his money. And I know what I'm about to say, you know, it's something about him saving his money. So I know before I say it that, okay, he ain't going to like this. So, like you say, you kind of want to be kind with the criticism. Because if I come straight out, hey, man, you need to say your damn money. You know, like that. He ain't going to listen to that. But if I ease into it, you know what I'm saying, slowly, and I take my time and I kind of come off kind with it, he'll grasp hold of what I'm saying and actually probably take it to use and start actually doing it. So, you give kind criticism only when actually necessary. Now, when it's not necessary, you got to be wrong. You already know how that is. Number nine. You don't bring in the squad when you have a fight. Now, this one means, to me, means if me and my best friend are having an argument, whatever, that's between me and my friend, me and my best friend. Now, we got a other group of friends, you know what I'm saying? But I don't need to bring them in on that and be like, man, he tripping. You see what I'm saying? No, we, me and him need to handle that one-on-one -on -one or whoever it is. Don't bring nobody else in because if, when you bring Somebody else in other people's opinion come on, come in, and things can really go haywire from that. You don't want to do that, so don't bring the squad when you have a fight. Okay, don't bring in the squad. Okay, okay. Number ten, we almost there, y'all. You're always doing new things to bring yourself closer. Now that's something I need to work on with a couple of my best friends. <clears throat> Meaning, you need to try different things. You know what I'm saying to, to bring yourself closer. What I'm saying by that is, I got. Okay, I have friends that do things that I really ain't into. And I do things that, you know, some of my friends really ain't into. And if we set that aside and we be like, okay, let's try a new thing. Let's try something new. You know, and you never know what you may have, you know, have that dope bond with them. And you can bring all that together. And next thing you know, y'all vibing even closer than what you are before. So don't be scared to try new things, man. That's number 10. And number 11 on the list you adjust to whatever bit life changes come your way. I got a prime example. All right. Big life changes. Mine came my way, and he don't even know this. When my partner, Daniel Bentley, I'm counting you, I'm, I'm talking about you right now. I love you, boy. When Daniel moved, Daniel went off to school. When Daniel came back and he moved to Charlotte, Daniel, am I right? Hey, man, I, that was around the time, I think, well, I think Dane was in school when he came back. That's around the time I was really going through it when I lost my mom. Man, I thought I was losing my brother, you know, because he was moving all the way to Charlotte. Now, Charlotte ain't but about an hour and something drive up the road, but still, it just feels like, you know, like, darn, I just lost, lost moms, a couple of my buddies living, my, my, my brother back home from, from from school and now he moving, man, that that was tough because I was thinking like, 
And we ain't got no beef or nothing like that. Me and Daniel ain't never had no beef. But it's the fact that, like, I can't just drive over there and holler at them or when I need them, I can't just pull up on I got to drive an hour and a half. They ain't worry about getting an hour and a half back because you got to adjust them life changes. So that's one of the things I had to. And I know it was probably one of them things that was a big life changing experience for him. He had to adjust to. You know, anytime you move away from your family, you got to adjust the situations, man. But I'm proud of him. Never in my life been jealous of this boy because, I mean, Daniel, you and your brother, man, y'all have been tight like that, man. I'm proud of you still doing your thing, and I'm waiting for you to tell me when I can get you on this podcast, by the way. Stop playing with me. You already know what time it is, man. But you got to adjust to whatever bit life changes come your way. And I got a couple more, but that's one that stood out. I'm not going to keep y'all too long on that. But those are the 11 things. 11 signs you'll actually be friends forever. So they saying if you can actually master those 11 things, you'll be friends with somebody forever. Okay, my turn to talk about this. So what we're going to do, we're going we gonna to keep the laptop up. Um, I have, okay, I've had friends over the years. I used to hear my mom say, T, you may think you have all these friends. But the only friends you probably have, you will be able to count on one hand. She said, I'm not saying it's five. I'm not saying it's four. I'm not saying it's three. I'm not saying it's two. It may be one. But you won't have all those friends you think you have like you say you have not. And at the time, she was telling me, who's your friend? I was yelling off names, left to right, such and such, such and such, such. She's sitting there doing this. I'm like, what is she doing? Mama, she just count the fangs, count the fangs, count the fangs. Then she on the top of her head. And I think she gave me some crazy name. Oh, you, boy, you don't count it. You don't count it. 27 people. I'm like, yeah, that's only half. She said, slow down. You do not have 27 best friends. She said, understand that. She said, now, I'm going to break your 27 down to one hand. I said, okay, let's break it down. She said, now, some of these friends you have, have did you meet them when you got out of school? I'm like, yeah. She said, in college? She said, how long you know me? I said, uh, probably about two years. She said, let's mark 10 of them off. Oh, okay. She said, they're not your best friend. I said, all right, you know, but I'm young, naive, crazy, you know, out here partying, thinking everybody partying with me, best friend. She said, let's knock 10 of them off. Now you're down to 17. Okay. She said, now, the next group of friends, where you meet them? You know, I said, well, I met some of them, you know, through work, such, 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 such. She said, Let's not, let's, what we said, I think she said, let's not seven of them off. I said, what you mean? They're good people. She said, hold on. We're going to not seven of them off, but we're going to keep them right here. Because in due time, you know, those people that you work with, if you're still there, you'll see if they grow to be a friend. All right. So now we're down to 10. She said, five, I ain't even going to say five names. I said, she said, knock them right off. I said, oh my God, now we're down to five. You know, and we, I counted my five out. And I kid you not, out of my five, Three of them are still here today. Three. And two of them, you know, gone. And the other, that what completed my five was two more that I had from my job experience that came in. And when I say five, now I'm not saying friends. I'm talking about five best friends, okay? Those are my five best friends. And the other ones, like she said, became friends from jobs. And the people I parted with became friends. But I knew them through like mutual people. So they're like, 
friends on the outside. But once you find your you find your friends that you can fit on one hand, man, and y'all circle is tighter than whatever, you can't go wrong. And I'm gonna be honest with you, between them five, I can't pick which one is the best friend. Because it's been times where I've called one of them, and I'm not stating no names on this, but I've called one of them late night. And I was just going through a bad depression. You know, when I was younger, I thought I lost my mom. And it was like, yo, pull up on me. Now, this is like, man, it might have been two in the morning. Pull up on me. You pull up. You know, I was young. We sit there. I'm not ashamed to tell you. We have a drink or two, and we talk about our problems. We get through it. I dap them up. Love you, boy. Love you, too. You'll be all right. I consider that a friend. I always check on me. You know, that's number one. My other friends from the sandbox with me, okay? And never missed a step with me. Never. From way back then to now, never missed a step. It's not nothing I can't go to him about, and it's not nothing he can't come to me, you know, about. We just like that. I don't talk to him every day. I don't text him every day. But you best believe when we link up, it's ball game. We back together, you know, doing whatever we got to do. Having a good laugh. I'm, 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 if he's watching this, uh, he probably going to know what I'm talking about him. We laugh about everything. I can still hear that joker's laugh in my head. You know, but <laughs> we laugh about everything. We have a good time. I be sitting at home. He thinking about me sometimes. He may send a text out or something. And it's something I immediately, immediately laugh at. I send it back to him because I know he's going to laugh too. But that's my number two friend. Number three. Number three, I have to say, has been one heck of a friend close to me and we're best friends through, you know, our, our family, you know, and we just clicked like that. Became friends. Not look back. I've done things for him. He's done things for me when we was younger, doing things we shouldn't have been doing when they kept secrets. We don't take to the grave with us. That's, that's, that's number three friend. The other two I met on the journey through life and they became best friends. Um, and they are, Definitely, um, as I could say, thoughtful. Um, and they know I'd do anything for them to. You know, it don't matter what it is. You know, what time of night, if I can make it. You know, I'm limping. I, I ain't been around them in a while. My leg been kind of hurting, so I'm, I can't catch up with them. You know, I got this little thing going on, so I can't be around like that. But they know they can trust me whenever they need me. Whenever they need anything, I'll be there. You know, and vice versa. I know that for them. Now, what I don't do, and a lot of my friends get on me about this. What I don't do, and I, I used to do this. I don't put a lot of my problems on my back. Get in my car with them, drive over to them, and drop them off with them. Meaning, I don't put a lot of my, my I don't like putting a lot of my burden on them, even though they, they may be going through something. Now, I'm learning in this aspect to, Stop holding things in and just release them. But you got to understand when I release them, I can't just drop them all, drop it all on them. Because I heard two or three of my, my friends tell me that, you know, we still friends to this day. And, you know, that's one of the major things you got to understand in the friendship. Each It's not one time that I've met anybody that hasn't been going through something. And. Y'all got to understand when you come together and you talk about those things that you don't put too much on them more than what they can bear, vice versa. Because 
when you, you, if you if you're trying to solve your problems, you want to help each other, but you can't drop them all on them right then. So you got to give and take. You know what I'm saying? It's I don't like the thing called pick your battle, so I'm gonna get rid of that. I'm gonna say if this friend has a problem and I come to him, you know they want me to come to him. We talk about it. Okay, we chop it up. Everything's good. And then I lay one on them. Okay, that's good. That's it. We don't. You don't need to drop no more on them until that friend is ready to bring it to you, and until you see that friend is ready for it. You know, a friendship can last forever, man. And I just want y'all to know if you're looking out there and you're listening, you know, if you got a friend, hold on to him because I can honestly say that my friends have done a lot more for me than some of my family members. You know what I mean? Like, be honest. Couple of my friends, my homeboys, I don't consider homeboy. I consider them brothers. It's just we tight like that. And I, I've been the only child coming up. I've never, I never had a brother or sister. I've met, you know, friends and you know, over the time I call brother and sister, but I've never had that. And you know, that's why I cherish that so much. You know, friendship because I had a bunch of cousins growing up, but you know, that was family. So I, I was looking like, okay, that's family. That they supposed to do that, you know, but. Then once I was able to make friends, once I moved from one side of town to the other one, man, it's like the bond stuck and, you know, it was there forever. That's why I cherish that. That's why I wear a lot of a lot of them don't know this. That's why I carry that chip on my shoulder. Like I take it seriously when something's wrong with them. That's why I reach out, why I care so much, because over the years I've always wanted a brother and sister. And I've went through things in my life that yeah, you, you got your parents there, but it would have felt better if you had a sibling. You know what I mean? And and now that I have friends, you know, I try to give that love to them that I've been holding in for so long. Maybe that's why I got a big heart. I don't know. But that's that's what that's about, you know. And I'm just here, man. Like I say, this year, we're going to talk about a whole lot of different topics. The night was friendship. You know, when we come back Monday... We're going to just talk about positive vibes. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about that, a little motivation, but I don't know yet. So I'll be letting y'all know what we're going to talk about, different topics. You're going to get, like I say, three episodes a week from me, you know, the one-on-ones. And hopefully each week or each other week, we'll have somebody on the interview. And, you know, it could be anybody. But this is what we're doing for 23. Um, Like I stated last, um, the other day, 22 was good. Um, But 23 is going to be... The best year for all of us. You're going to see something in you that you've never seen in 23. It's something going to come out of you that has never come out of you in 23. It's going to be something special. It's going to be something major. Blessings are on the way. And those things that you thought you couldn't do, you're going to be able to do it. Because Lord knows each year. And we just got into 23. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to go through nothing this year. You know what I'm saying? Because you go through something all the time. But the good thing about it, you're still here. You hadn't let it defeat you. You went 365 days with probably something on you every 10 days, 20 days every month or every day. But you made it through. You pushed through. You got up. You handled your business. You did what you had to do. You didn't lose focus and you didn't lose sight of the goal. And some of us, we haven't reached the goal yet, but as long as you're breathing and you're being able to get up in the morning and do what you got to do to reach those goals, you're winning. You can't, you can't sit up and feel like 
you know, that you're just going to not make it. We all going to make it. And to swing it, those friends, those five friends we talked about, they all going to help you make it. And you should help them. Now, I'm, 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 before I close out, I'm going to say this. And y'all tell me if this is a good idea. Once upon a time, we ain't talking about these five friends. We're going to talk about these five. And I'm still cool with two of them. But I had a, I had a idea for the five. If y'all follow basketball, you know, follow anything, you know, Michigan, Jalen Rose and them fair five, you know, this was the plan. All five of us was, I'm going to say, had our own talents. You know, and when you looked at the talent, it could really go somewhere. I mean, no, no, no little stuff. I mean, we was really five young men that basically didn't get what we was. We were five young men that was dealt the, the cards we didn't want out of life. Now, not saying those cards was bad, but we expected more out of it. Put it like that. But God blessed us with gifts. Everybody got a gift. I knew what mine was, and the other four knew what they was. And this how you shouldn't let things break up a friendship because in my mind, my mind, I seen it as if one of us make it, we all make it. Heck, we just need that one to make it. Heck. The two may make it. Three, four, five. All of us might make it at the same time. But let me give y'all this idea that I had. And hopefully, because that circle's not there no more, hopefully y'all can use it. And if you got a circle of five, you got a circle of three or two. It doesn't matter. But I'm going to give you my, my fair five dream that I want to see happen. If one of us make it and we get in position to help the other, then... I don't care what that other one is doing. That gift that he has, you get him off his butt and you put him in position to win. Okay? You let him hustle. You let him grind. He get off his butt. He put the next ones in position to win. The next one and so on. Okay, so then you got five. Over a grinding period, you got five young friends that was just sitting around that had an idea to make it. They use their talents to make it. Now you got five, I ain't going to say wealthy, but I'm going to say doing good financially entrepreneurs. Now, out of that five, right? Those five know people that's talented that's not connected to the five. So what do those five do? They branch off on their own, but stay connected, but they bring the next person up. Bring the next person up. Bring the, now you got 10. Now you're teaching the circle the ropes, how to get on, how to make it happen. And there's no jealousy. There's no animosity. There's no hatred. There's no drama. And really, there's no competition. Because all five of you are in your own lane. The competition shouldn't be within the circle. If it's competition, it should be out of the circle. You should never look at that five and feel like you're competing with them because that five should be so mutual 
that no, no matter what the third man get over the first man that make it, it doesn't matter. You're still successful. Or the fourth, or the fifth, or the first. You see what I'm saying? That's why I called us the Fab Five one time. They didn't know it. What I wanted to do was bring one of them up, to, you know, if I make it, or if he make it, he bring us up, and we all would have been good. That's a, that, that, that was a, that's a friendship. That's what we have to learn. Because it's stated right in what I told y'all guys today. Jealousy was one of them. You can't be that. You can't hold on to that when you're trying to make it. And nobody can make it alone. Listen to me. Everybody needs a friend. I don't care how independent you are. I don't care, you know, if you can do this on your own, you do this. I understand you're tough. You're fighting every day. It's cool. But everybody needs somebody in their corner. Because when the times really get hard, you don't want to keep that bottle up. Because that can lead to other things. And I've been down that road. And if y'all know my backstory, you know. And luckily, I was blessed with a friend. But I've been so blessed to have people around me. I feel like now and for the last four years that if you are solid and you came in contact with me, I need to be there for you. Because Lord knows I don't have people there for me. But you need that friend, man. You got to understand that. You can't go on in this world without that. You need a friend. And if you don't have one, by all means, man, look at your circle and start trusting. If they've been down with you for a long time, that's cool. If you don't need no, no more outside friends, that's cool. If you, if you got your Fab Five or your Fab Three, that's all that matters, man. But you're going to need somebody in this world, man, because that's just the way the world is. But I'm going to get ready to get up out of here, man. If I can get my secretary to come and do what she got to do. Um, but you definitely need friends. You got to understand that because without them, you won't make it. And I know this is, you know, kind of new to some of y'all, but this is me. I'm giving it to you all and I'm cut from here on out, you know, and. I'm going I'm to go with the old school Houdini again. I'm going to let it play for a second. Y'all remember that. You know, your mama, your daddy, your grandma, somebody, your auntie, your aunt. Somebody used to play that. They used to be able to cook out too back in the day. Oh, we're going to do it. We're going to do one of them on um, old school music, man. So, friends, listen. How many of us have one? Friends, all right, y'all. We about to get up out of here, man. You know who this is. This is your boy, T. Signing off for the One Nation Podcast 864. And we out, and I'll see you later. Peace.